Welcome to Unqualified Sports, where the unqualified athlete has the most qualified opinions. It's your boy, Unqualified Arrow, a.k.a. Plant-Based Arrow, in the building with my dog, Unqualified Shy. What's going on, my brother? You know the, I was about to say, you know the effing vibes. Yeah, man, you know the vibes. I know the vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I know the effing vibes. <laughs> I understand, sir. Nah, man. I understand. I was about to say that, man. Whew. Well, that's the right there. you know what stopped you? She not on the show. If she was on the show, you'd have cursed. That's just yep. how it happened. That's the difference. That's the difference, that's it. bro. You know, shout out to she, you know. Uh, but uh, she just bring cursing out. And just by every episode he on, they got a curse word on that episode. Uh, a curse word that probably shouldn't be there on that episode, and that's she all she fought. That's it, just his energy. He make you curse. Uh, but man, look, um, shout out to uh, One Cup In Podcast for sponsoring this jam packed show that we got gonna happen again this week. Um, this guy, man, <laughs> look, this hey, guy, hey, bro. one thing the, 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 the amount of people that listen to this show, one thing about them listening to this show, they know about your other show. And you know what? They know that. They know that both of them be jam-packed. So, look, let's just, without, further, without further ado, let's get into it, man, because, I mean, we got some some things that's been happening. The trade deadline just passed in the NFL. Um, no last-minute things happened, but um, you did have some things happen a couple days before. Some trades here, some trades there. A couple teams got rid of some things and, and stuff like that. As far as your takeaway, who was the biggest winner and the biggest loser of this uh of the trades this season. Trade trade deadline. I feel like the biggest loser, in my opinion, is the Buffalo Bills because they actually having a good season, especially defensively. Mm. But they, they were. I feel like for them to take that next step, they needed to add somebody on offense. They were in talks with the Bengals about AJ Green. Obviously, that didn't go down. So they still have a glaring weakness on their team. And out of all the teams that has that type of record and potentially a contending team, they're the ones definitely with the biggest weakness to me. So that's definitely my biggest loser. And my biggest winner, I mean, it was a lack thereof as far as the moves went. We only saw two moves really at the change of the Kings Drake, the King Drake move and the Leonard Williams move. But I think the biggest winner is probably the New England Patriots because what they did was they went out, even though it was a couple weeks ago, maybe a week ago before the trade deadline, and got Muhammad Sanu, crossed him a second-round pick, who we all know Bill Belichick's a genius. So if he went out and got this guy, he has a plan for him, and I think he's going to play a big role for the Patriots down the stretch, especially with Josh Gordon going on injury reserve the next day after he made the trade. So uh, that's who I got as the biggest winner. Okay. Well, I'm going to start with my biggest winner first because I probably have a little a little less to say about it. Um, my biggest winner to me, and it's maybe not for this season, but just for the culture of that franchise, um, to me, the biggest win is the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins been trading away players for assets all season long. They have not shied away from taking advantage of who they don't want there, who they feel like is either bad representative of the culture that they want or people that they just feel like they can make 
you know, a good trade for and get some type of assets in return. Like you just mentioned, they traded away Kenyon Drake, who the Cardinals needed a running back due to the fact that David Johnson got hurt and then Edmonds gets hurt literally after only scoring two or three points, depending on what type of league you're in, in fantasy football, which I was so pissed because I had picked him up and he, I lost a game because of him. But anyway, uh, he got hurt. <laughs> and Kenyon Drake um, now will be stepping in. Now, granted, he has issues holding on to the ball, but that was a good that, – that was a much-needed much move for the Cardinals. But also the Miami Dolphins were able to pick up more and more assets. And I really think that in the next two years or so, because, I mean, look at what Kyle Shanahan doing. Um, Kyle Shanahan has a team that's undefeated at this point. I honestly, I don't think nobody saw them being as good as they are now. Um, and, and it just changed because of his, the way he didn't kind of changed up the whole, the whole thing there, you know, the, the draft picks and, building around, like building, putting important pieces in place, um, stuff like that. I think that, you know, he changed the culture that, and I think Brian Flores can do the same thing in Miami. So I don't think they're, they're going to win a lot this year. Clearly they haven't won a game yet, but I think overall, well, we I think so. they're going to They're definitely not going to win a lot. Let me tell you that. <laughs> they won't because they got rid of so many key pieces, but I think it's, it's important that they did that because I think they're about to start building a team. Even the Raiders, had have flashes this early into John Gruden's uh, process of looking like they might be okay. They might be a, some type of a good team at some point as long as they keep adding pieces. So I think the biggest that winning, Pittsburgh pick is going to be a big pick for them. I agree with you. That Pittsburgh pick so looking better and better. Exactly. So um, I think the Dolphins are the biggest winners. The biggest losers to me by far are the Browns. First off, their season is going down the drain. They got players. One player thinking in Baker Mayfield, he thinking that uh, he a part of management. Uh, and I get it. The, the quarterback is the supervisor on the field, I guess, if you want to put it in that in that way. He he's the he's the lead guy on the field, so he the one directs everything. But he also have a problem with pointing fingers at everybody else and they mistakes, and he just need to really watch his mouth. I, if I was his teammate. I feel like me and him end up getting into it because I feel like he throw his teammates under the bus like it ain't his fault that they doing blah, blah, blah. And he the one supposed to take responsibility when they come and question him about it. He just not showing good leadership to me. But that's just my opinion. OBJ, he ain't getting enough targets. The coach saying that he is getting enough targets. Uh, whatever. They got a lot of crazy things going on. But the reason I say they, they the biggest loser is because they don't have no kind of offensive line. And I don't care how good the coach is. I don't care uh, how good the quarterback is. We've seen great quarterbacks with poor offensive lines do a horrible job. You had a huge, I'm talking about a seven-time pro bowler on the blocks. He was on the blocks. Trent Williams for the uh, Washington Redskins on the blocks. And yep. they, did, they didn't make a strong enough move for him. And to me, if you got a franchise quarterback and he a rookie, and, uh, and you don't even have to pay Odell Beckham this year. Um, I think Jarvis Landry still on his contract from Miami. So you still got a lot of money that you don't have to pay right away. You can go ahead and solidify your offensive line with this type of player. This dude a great offensive lineman. Like, he one of the best in the league, hands down. Take that chance. If you, you know, if y'all want to turn this season around like y'all saying, you got to take that chance on – 
on building up that offensive line. That's how you win and lose the game with the offensive line. The reason Baker Mayfield not looking as accurate this year because their offensive line is not as good as it was last year. They can run the ball well. They cannot pass protect well. And you talking about one of the best pass protectors in the league on the blocks and you not give up anything you could just to make sure this happened. They got assets everywhere in Cleveland. Everywhere on both sides of the football. They could have easily figured out some kind of way to make this happen, and they didn't. And I think that was poor on their own, poor decision making for them. They should have tried harder. But it's the Cleveland Browns, and this is what normally happens to the Cleveland Browns anyway. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so it's not a surprise. Uh, shout out to the Cowboys for trying to get some trades happening. Um, this whole yeah, y'all been talking with Jamal for Jamal Adams, right? Yeah, we was, but it didn't work out right. Um, supposedly he said he wanted more than a first round pick. Well, but then the crazy thing is now he coming out saying that he didn't want to be traded and this, that, and the other. But he they said he wanted to play for the Cowboys. Now it's, he didn't. He's saying he wanted to stay in New York and he trying to blast the Jets organization. And all kind of stuff. So the Jets really right now, I mean, other than that one win against us, dog, they looking really bad, dog. They looking really bad, too. Like, man, they horrible, bro. They horrible. I ain't lying. Like, they got a lot of craziness going on up in there, too. So um, we'll see what's going to happen with that, bro. But um, I'm glad we at least tr was in the news for trying to make a trade and trying to get some extra assets. It don't never really work out for us. It did last year with Amari, but... Um, I better say, yeah, that was, yeah, that was a big time year, so. move I made last year. So we'll, we'll see how it happened, man. So, you know, at this point, it's the mid-season, um, and we kind of, you know. Well, we let me ask you a question. Go ahead, go ahead. Let me ask you a question before we move on from that. Uh, how you feel about the Jets having Le'Veon on the block right before? Man, when I saw it, you know, immediately when you see that and you see these notifications, the first thing come to your mind is, what's the best place for him to play? Like, who should get him, right? And so I'm like, yeah. I started hearing the Chiefs. I was like, damn, the Chiefs? Then I was thinking the Texans. Yeah. I was thinking the Texans. Yeah. I was like, ooh, the Chiefs and the Texans. Then I was like, who else could who else could use him? I'm trying to think, you know, in my mind, I'm like, who else could use him? And then you always go to, because they always some kind of way pull crazy stuff off. The Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> you like, what the hell? The Patriots. Well, I'm, well, I'm so glad that that dude did not go to the Texas or the Chiefs. I would have been sick. Bruh, that would have been crazy. But I can't, I don't know what to think of. And, and I mean, the only reason I say the Chiefs, even though they have solid backs, I just don't know the consistency of the backs and how Andy Reid coaching them. So it's like I don't even know how he'll use them. He probably had to get rid of both of them backs just to get Le'Veon, but um, that'll be kind of messed up for him to just pick up LaShawn and then trade him away. Uh, that'll be so messed up. That'd be so messed up. But, I mean, it would have been what it would have been. Um, but what you thought about that it? Uh, I just thought it was crazy when I first seen it. You know, they had the two teams that was attached to, which you spoke on earlier, was the Texans and the Chiefs. And I'm like, please, God, no! I went to church all these years of my life. Do not do this to me. I instantly started praying, like, oh, this cannot happen. But as a little church, it happened. But and you know, it didn't happen. I'm gonna tell you somebody else who should have probably tried to make a play for him: the Rams. 
they could have made an even cross the board trade, and they could have picked him up and got rid of Ty Gurley. Nobody gonna say nothing about that because he older and this that another blah blah blah. He he healthier than Ty Gurley right now though. Yeah man, that yeah. would have been a serious pickup. Like yeah, just do the hot Ty Gurley playing right now. It would have been a serious pickup. And then the then the Jets would have had their franchise running back. <clears throat> it would have been something. That was, that is interesting. That is interesting. That's would a, the Jets have done it? No. Right. No. The Rams wasn't gonna take that deal. <laughs> the Rams wasn't gonna take that deal. Even though it's a solid it's a solid deal. But the Rams wasn't gonna take that deal. Which I don't blame them to a certain degree, but I don't the Jets probably wanted. If they was gonna trade them, they probably wanted draft picks for them. Though. Of course, of course. Um, so yeah, so it's the mid season, and you know we picked out we picked our, you know who we think gonna win this, this, that, and the other, and the season clearly ain't turning out how none of us expected. I mean, you got uh, the 49ers undefeated. Um, hell. I, I dare somebody to tell me who the defensive player of the year is off the top of their head without looking it up. Um, outside of whatever the, the, the recency bias is. Um, MVP, you got players in the mix that nobody was assuming would have been in the mix. We we didn't pick. A lot of these players that we that we thinking about now that, that, that have emerged are not the players we thought would be in the in the top spots of, of these rankings and stuff. All the teams, uh, not all the teams, but some of the teams. So before we get into it, well, let's start with who we think now at this point in the season would be the representatives of the Super Bowl. Well, one of my preseason predictions is right, and that is the New England Patriots. I predicted them before the season of the Super Bowl, and I still have them there as the mid-season match, obviously, because they haven't lost a game yet. But my preseason pick was the Rams for the NFC. But I'm going to go with someone you probably don't expect me to go with. I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers. Wow. I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers. And, and it's solely because of number 12, Aaron Rodgers, the guy's just, he's that good, man. He, he, he's that good. He has that team playing at a certain level. And a guy with that type of talent, he doesn't need his defense to be lights out. He just needs them to keep him in it. And, and he'll find a way to make it to make it work. As, as they've been doing all year, I believe they're 7-1. They've been playing extremely well. A lot of close games, but those close games, he wins those close games. So, Hey man, I'm going with A Rod. I, I, hey, I respect that. I, it's that's not a bad pick. Uh, a lot of people are wanting the 49ers to be represented in the Super Bowl to go against the Patriots, so it could be a Garoppolo Brady thing. Um, but to me, wouldn't that, wouldn't that be full circle, right? It would. Now that'll be crazy. And then Shanahan, you know, he lost in the Super Bowl to the Patriots on that huge comeback that they did against Atlanta as the offensive coordinator. So that'll be kind of like his payback, too. So I get the storylines. I think that'll be awesome. AFC, I'd be lying if I said the Patriots ain't looking like they're going to the Super Bowl. The Patriots look like they're going back to the Super Bowl, which is 
respectfully horrible, but it's just you can't help you can't help it. Like you just you just can't help it. That's true. Uh, they just that good. They defense uh, outside of last week. Um, they really haven't really been allowing any offensive touchdowns. Matter of fact, um, they defense got more touchdowns than some of the elite players in the league. Um, yeah, it's just crazy. Like it's, it's just crazy. They've been. I think they didn't score a touchdown in six out of the eight games they didn't play the defense. Eighty-five, eighty-five does, man. So, I mean, it's just crazy. Like they really created three turnovers at the beginning of the game against the Browns this past week. Like three turnovers on three straight plays. Like from the Browns, so that was crazy. But so I, I mean, I would be stupid to say any other team at this point looking like they're gonna represent the AFC, and that's gonna be the New England Patriots. Pat Mahomes hurt. We don't know how they're gonna recover, and their defense weak. And really and truly, who else is really making a statement in the AFC that's like, you know what, we're here. We're gonna we we can challenge the Patriots. And to me, I don't see anybody in the AFC that way. Not yet, anyway. Um, it's it, it's just not fair. NFC. It, it ain't. It ain't fair. And you know, I picked the Cowboys. We still we got a good roster, but the NFC tough. And like my pride, really saying, don't say a certain thing, right? Because I really want to pick the 49ers. I really want to pick the Seahawks, but that's not that's not likely. That's that's just me being emotional. But if I had to just be completely honest, <laughs> so that's me just being emotional. Yeah, if I had to be completely honest and I had to make a a real solid just okay, this is what I'm seeing. This is what I think could happen. I think the Saints are going back to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh really? I'm not. I'm not. Surprised at that at all? Um, they offense solid. They really went five and zero. And then he, they, it ain't like they had garbage competition in the five games with Teddy Bridgewater. They played some real solid teams in the midst of that. And really and truly, he could have lost any of them games due to who we thought he was gonna be. And I just got I just got a notification not that long ago that he looking to make twenty to thirty million next year just because he won five games. So. He gonna get paid, so shout out to Teddy Bridgewater. But the Saints defense solid, they offense solid, and then like, who wouldn't want to see and Drew Brees and Tom Brady? They go at it in the regular season, and and Brees and them kind of have an edge on them. Like they they win they win games on against them. Um, it's crazy that they never met in the Super Bowl yet. That's until they hot like. You like the battle of the Fortios? Like, like that's a that's a hell of a story. Drew Brees and Tom Brady in against each other in the Super Bowl. Man, that's something. I want to see that. Like, I would love to see that just to see who will win. Um, and honestly, as much as I dislike both of the teams, just generally, I don't even know who I root for <laughs> in that game. Um, I don't know who I root for either. I might root for Drew. I'm just tired of Tom Brady winning. That's what I'm saying. It's like you know, I don't even know who to root for in that in that situation. But I mean, the forty, you know, you can't sleep on the forty nine. You can't sleep on on uh, the Saints. You can't sleep on the Rams. I'm mean, not the Rams. The uh, the Packers. I mean, you just can't. I mean, hell, 
in the playoffs, the playoffs in the NFC gonna be serious. You're gonna have the Vikings probably in there, the Seahawks in there, the Cowboys or the or the Eagles gonna be in there. Uh man, you got some toughness. San Francisco, man, you got some toughness in that in that yeah. team, dog. That's funny you said all them teams that didn't even mention the team that's undefeated, yeah. The, uh, the, you talking about the 49ers? I said the 49ers. I ain't say the Yeah, players. you said them last, though. Oh, right. You said them last. Right. That's why. That's why. <laughs> you named, like, five other teams. Like, just imagine those battles in the plate, dog. Every game going to be a must-see game. Like, <laughs> every one of them. So, that's, that's our picks for that. So, let's go ahead and run through the MVP, defensive play, all that type of stuff. We're going to say MVP for last. We're going to start with the rookies, though. Offensive rookie of the year, who you got for that? Well, Kyler Murray, man, uh, I think he's playing phenomenal. To say he's been thrown into the fire. His numbers may not look that good. He's up around uh, 2,000 yards passing. He has seven touchdowns, four in the step. Uh, they're pretty much hovering around 500. So uh, it's pretty good for a team that had the number one pick and the absolute worst record in the NFL last year. I think uh, the coach is doing a good job, Kingsbury, of making a game plan. Easy for him to digest, not make it too complicated. And I think they're playing well, man. I just, uh, I give all credit to, to Kyler Murray. Well, I, I'm going another route. Uh, I'm going with a receiver, uh, Terry McLaurin, for the uh, Washington Redskins. Oh, yeah. Um, He's nice. He's been balling. I mean, nobody knew he was going to be this good. Uh, the Redskins did, but nobody else did. So um, I think I think you know just by the numbers that he's been putting up, he's been putting up some some real crazy receiver numbers this year as far as a, a rookie goes. And I mean, you really haven't had, had too many standout offensive rookies this year. You know, normally you got a running back out there that's like dominating, um, but you haven't really got an opportunity to really see too many rookie running backs that's really like killing it. Uh, I know Josh Jacobs, he. He kind of finding his way. They finally starting to feed Montgomery the ball out there in Chicago. Um, so I mean, you got some of them that's that's starting to make somewhat of names. But Terry McLaurin been doing this since basically the first week. Um, you know, he he been he been having like three or four catches receptions a game. Uh, I think I think for the first four four or five weeks, I think he might have had like uh, five catches. 65 yards and a touchdown in like the first four games or something like that. It was like crazy, like for especially for a rookie, especially for the Redskins who don't have no kind of offensive anything right now. So um, that's that's why I go with for offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. Who you got? I'm going with old Nick, man, Nick Bosa. I told you, I told you before the season started, he was a problem, bro. New Bosa boys. He's different, man. He got seven sacks in the first eight games as a rookie. Lights out, man. And he's leading a team that I believe is the number two defense in the NFL behind the 85 Jets. I mean, the New England Patriots. And he's really on pace to have 14 sacks right now, which is crazy for a rookie. So, if he keeps this type of uh, player, he'll be the defensive rookie of the year for sure. But, you know, it's a long season. And like you said, you got to make sure you don't get hurt. That was the biggest knock on him and his brother coming out of college. So we'll stay tuned for that. But looking good for him, man. The funny thing is, they both of them won a defensive player of the week in the AFC and the NFC this week. Wow, really? Yeah, they both of them did. 
Um, That's crazy. It is. Now, my apologies to Nick Bosa. I did have, I ain't had too much good to say about you at the beginning of the season. But at this point, things have clearly changed. You have shown me different from what I assumed would happen. And I would be not a smart man to pick somebody else as defensive rookie of the year at this point in the season. I think in his last game he had a pick. Or not, no, he had a pick in the game before that. Um, then he had a strip sack fumble recovery in his past game with three sacks. Uh, dude been balling. Um, I ain't, ain't too much else to say about it. I th- he, he my defensive rookie of the year as well. All right. Defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year. I'm going with Devin McCoy. Uh, I gave a lot of fuck to Stephon Gilmore just because of how dominant he's been. Locking opponents' best receiver week in and week out. But I'm going to go with the man who has the most turnovers on the most dominant defense through eight weeks that we've seen this decade. I just got to reward that defense with something. And so that's why I'm going to go with Devin McCord. He's been playing awesome. Great center fielder out there patrolling. And there's a big, big reason why that defense is performing the way they're performing, along with Stephon Gilmore. Right. Um. I mean, you, you kind of pointed out some people to me. I know, um, I can't think of his name, but your boy from um, from Tampa Bay, you know, I think he got like 10 sacks. And then, oh, Shaq Barrett? Shaq Barrett, that's it. And then uh, we got Miles Garrett with 10 sacks. Um, I clearly picked Khalil Mack, and he, he had some flashes this season. Um, but I really think, Depending on what type of statistics this man has by the end of the season, bro. Because if he keep getting these picks and these uh, fumble recoveries, Nick Bosa might be the first person to win a rookie of the year, defensive rookie, and defensive player of the year. Because wow. might be. And that'll really go against everything I said at the beginning of the season because I didn't think he'd be in this conversation. Oh, man. So, I'm going to drag you there. I ain't dragging you right now because he still got a full team. And your knock on him was that he get injured too much. Well, he's still making injuries, so that's why I ain't saying nothing. Awesome. Oh, but you let him show out. Speaking of injuries, bro, just to kind of get off topic real, real quick, dog, I ain't going to stay on it long. J.J. Watt, bro. Damn. Man. Rob, I just felt bad, bro. Man. I just felt so bad for that dude, bro. I really did. I felt bad, but... I know it's hard for you to feel bad because of the team you play on. But just generally, exactly. like... The, the injuries... Like he's a good person. That's why I felt bad. Yeah, like, man, dog, that's 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 a blow. And he was, you know, I remember I had spoke about him too. I was like, man, JJ White ain't gonna even do nothing this year. He all broke up and all this, and he he not the same. And that boy was actually performing pretty damn well this year. And balling this year. And he really made a play and injured. He made a, a really good defensive play and then injured himself for the year. Got up celebrating everything. Toys what? Uh, uh, pectoral muscle kidney? or something? Pectoral, yeah, it's a pec. It's a pec. It's a pec. Yeah. I mean, I hope he get a speed of recovery, man. I wish he wouldn't have had to end his season on, on that, dog, uh, because 
he was making a good comeback. He would have been my if, if we were doing comeback. I ain't even thinking about comeback players right now, but if we were doing a comeback player, yeah. you know, most improved, like he had he had it for me because he was actually playing well. Um, MVP, bro. We do a, uh, let me ask you this question. We do an MVP and offensive player of the year? We just going to do MVP. Because now since our 10 is going to be, ain't no, ain't no defensive player that dominant right now to even consider them. I don't think. Okay. Because I, I have an offensive player of the year and I had an MVP. That's why well, well, I had. Go ahead, spit it out. You can, you can Cause, shoot out. Cause I, I was giving, I was giving Russell Wilson as my offensive player of the year, but I was giving A. Rod my MVP, only because of the of their record. Only because of their record. Green Bay right now only lost one game, and uh, Seattle I believe lost two. Yeah. One to the Saints and another one to I forgot the Ravens. Who else I think I think it was the Ravens. Was yeah, it was the Ravens. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was giving A-Rod my MVP right now. One loss, one of the best teams in the NFL record-wise, and he's playing lights out, 16 touchdowns, two intercepts. Russell Wilson, my offensive player of the year, 17 touchdowns, one intercept on a team that's playing absolutely phenomenal. So that's, that's how I got it. Well, I, I respect that. I didn't have an offensive player of the year. Um, if I had to pick an offensive player of the year, it'll probably be my MVP, just to be honest. And it'll probably be who? It'll, it's going to be who my MVP is. And so my MVP is Russell Wilson. And uh, they were, you know, they, they made this big thing. They made this big thing about Aaron Rodgers and his pass he threw when he was getting tackled. Yeah. And, and it was, it was a, I ain't going to lie, it was a dime. I, I'm not even about to hate on that pass. It yeah, was it was. A dime. It was a dime. But. We starting to see so many people catch up with what Aaron Rodgers could do. And shout out to Deshaun Watson because he got kicked in the eye, couldn't even see him through a touchdown, and threw a dime touchdown. He didn't just throw Did you see the Gover Brissett uh, pass, 35-yard pass he did? When he went to, uh, the from Von Miller in, in the end zone, that and was he threw a, it to T.Y. Hilton on the sideline. Shout out to the black quarterback, the one y'all say I don't like. The, the black yeah. quarterback is being real dominant right now and making some hell of fire plays yeah. at this moment. Hey. They are playing <laughs> crazy this year. They, I don't know what got into these people. They playing for slavery this year. God damn. Hey, they balling. So, but Russell Wilson threw another dime this past week that was damn near just as good as Aaron Rodgers. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. And damn near just, and it was a Tyler Lockett again, which Tyler Lockett don't get enough credit. That dude a hell of a, hell of a receiver. Like, nobody giving him the credit. That dude could play. He could play football, and he could play receiver extremely well. Uh, hopefully, he start getting the respect he deserves because he's an awesome player. But um, Russell Wilson is like that pass he threw two, three weeks ago, however long it was, in the corner of that end zone, throwing across his body, looking like he was throwing the ball away. That was that's still the best throw I done seen this season. That's still that's still the best throw I done seen this season. Nobody done spotted the ball that perfect this season other than Russell Wilson. Don't get me wrong. And not to knock Aaron Rodgers' pass. It's probably the second best throw I done seen this season. 
But that one... It, it did a lot of hype, though, because Kobe Brissett, after Aaron Rodgers made that pass, the Kobe Brissett text our offensive coordinator and was like, dog, did you see that throw, bro? Did you see it? See, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it did a lot of stuff that go into, you know, how they look at it. They look at it totally different from how we look at it. Right, right. People that's actually in the league. What, but I, that, 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 um... Russell Wilson, you talking about that? That's the worst thing. That was a crazy throw. Bruh, I'm telling you. And, and, and I guess we haven't, we've been seeing this from Russell Wilson, but not as consistently. But with Aaron Rodgers, we've been seeing it so much. So I get it. Aaron Rodgers get the hype. He Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson not going to ever get the hype that Aaron Rodgers get. Because, one, he played for the Seahawks and Aaron Rodgers played for the Packers, who is a, more of a historic franchise. They're going to get more of what you call And he's just a better quarterback. But not by that much. This season, like, just not by that much. So, I would go Russell Wilson, bro. Russell Wilson for MVP until until I see otherwise. Aaron Rodgers was inconsistent at the beginning. He didn't finally his his players were as well. And he and somebody made a good point this morning. He's been doing it without his best receiver. Yeah, you got to take that into consideration. But then you got to double double that, down. That and say, you got to double down and say. Who Russell Wilson got his receivers? You did call it Rocky credit, though. Give him credit and discredit him in the same breath. I'm, so. I'm only discrediting him because that's nobody speaks on how good this dude is. Everybody just say Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson. Tyler Lockett a good receiver, but nobody giving him the credit. And he lost he lost his most offensive performing tight end to a, 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 a leg injury, either knee or Achilles. I forget which one. Um... But I had picked him up. I forgot the tight end name now, but he done lost him. He don't even have a, a, a good tight end no more. So it's, you know, talking about Russell Wilson. So, I mean, hey, you know, stuff happens. We'll see. I think they them two going to be in the top running for MVP for the rest of, this, for the, rest of the year, though, because I think they're going to stay consistent. Um, But that's, that's all our picks for that. Moving forward to the NBA. Um, AD dropped 40 and 20 last night in 31 minutes on a short <laughs> on a shoulder. Um, that was crazy. The fastest has ever been done in NBA history. Um, what you thought about that, man? I mean, what you think about how the Lakers didn't bounce back? Uh, AD's phenomenal performance, man. He, he did it. He only took 17 shots, which, which I think is crazy in itself. AD, man, like he's that good. That's the type of talent he is. He's one of those generational type talents that people talk about. And I think people forgot how good he was with the Pelicans. But AD, yeah. On a bad show that that Coach Vogel didn't know if he was going to play before the game, which for him to go out there and do that after he was questionable or doubtful even at a period of time is just phenomenal, man. All credit to AD. He's that good. And I think the Lakers as a whole rebounded well, especially now that Coldwell Pope has remembered how to play basketball because he looked like he didn't even know what a basketball was for his first two games. Man, don't do Caldwell Pope boy, that, bro. Boy played 48 minutes and had one point, man. That is true. Hey. That is true. 48, points, one, 48 minutes, one point. That is true. I'm glad they bounced back. Um... AD doing what AD do. I mean, I think he had like 27 or 28 free throws or like 23 or 24. Some crazy number. 26 for 27. 26 for 27. That's what it was. Uh, 
which is ridiculous. Um, but I, I'm just worried about him playing hurt like that often. Um, I think some nights, he, if if he if he's sore and stuff like that, you gotta let him sit down. I, I don't want to risk the injury. AD a little fragile or something, so he gotta get it together. Um, I, we we didn't write this we didn't write this down, and I, this kind of me switching subject. But have you been reading into what's ever going on with the Nets and Kyrie Irving and him having an episode and mood swings and all that? Yeah, the mood swings. Yeah, they said they first saw it during his uh, in China preseason. Preseason, yeah, preseason game in China. He had an episode. Man, that's crazy, right? It it is. I don't know. I once I get more information on, it, we definitely gonna discuss it. But I I'm just like. I, I want to go actually read the article so so I can really have an understanding of it because they now they about to try to put KD against him or whatever they about to create this whole narrative about this and I'm just like let Kyrie, let just let Kyrie be himself but <laughs> so I don't know I don't know bro we we'll see how that goes um which is about you can pay too much money to be having these moves swings, bro well I just look I just think they wording it wrong. I think they worded in it in a way to make him look bad. Because everybody got mood swings. All these great players have mood swings. They get mad. They get mad at their teammates. They get mad at coaching. All of them do that. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, yeah, LeBron James. I agree. I agree with that. All of them do it. So, that's why I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I have to read into it so I can get a better understanding. Because I would hate for them to... I, I, I ain't going to make no assumption. I don't know what they're saying. So, I'm, I'm not going gonna, gonna to speak on what I think it might be, because I don't know. Um, but back to the Lakers, like I said, I'm glad they bounced back. They're not looking like they're having no problems. They're saying Boogie might come back. Hopefully he don't come back too soon. I hate for him to re-injure himself, because I had that same feeling that I had for J.J. Watt when he got hurt. I'd be like, damn, not again. You know, like, so. Um, but we looking good, man. I just can't wait for us to face the Clippers again. I look forward to Christmas Day, bro. I ain't lying. I look forward to that game, because... I can't, we can't be, we can't, we can't be like this here. We can't, we got to show out against them. We can show out against these little, little sub, sub-part teams. We got to show out against the good team. So, um, but now we got to make our too early, too soon NBA award and predictions for the season because we didn't get a chance to do it. So, let's get right into it. Um, rookie of the year, who you thinking? John Morant, man. Like, I, I always like the way he played. I think he got an NBA. He got a, he have an entertaining way of playing. 
I'm going to say it like that. Like, outside of Zion, because I think Zion probably has the most anticipated entertainment value of all the rookies. I think people are looking forward to seeing him play because of the the feeling that he gives you when he plays basketball. It's just, it's like a lot of energy, a lot of good energy, dunking, flashy plays. But John Morant, it's, it's a guard-driven league, man. I mean, some of the best players in the NBA are guards. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like yeah. So, probably in the top ten, you could down then if you if if you just was this type of person, you can almost probably name five of the people, and they probably play guard, like at least four of them. So out of the top ten, so I I would say John Morant. I think he gonna win it. I think he in the position in one of the better positions to win it. But like you say, not no no knocks against R.J. Barrett. I, I did see he had a 20-point game, too, in the loss. Hell, him, Julius Randle, and somebody else had a 20-point game one. I was like, damn. They, they got Marcus Morris. Yeah, Marcus Morris. Yeah. yeah, they, was like, they, got, uh, they got three starters. They just scored almost uh, 90 points. <laughs> I was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, I, I think they have potential to be okay. Not really good, but like I said at the beginning of the season, I mean, before the season started, I had said something about if they can start getting some wins together, if they can get some wins together, they could be a almost, almost playoff team. So, um, that would be my, my offense. I mean, that would be my rookie of the year. Um, well, it's, it's too hard. It's too hard to say most improved player, uh, who we think would be the most improved. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that because we don't know just yet. Um, or comeback player. I think that's the thing in, in the NBA, comeback player of the year. So I don't know yet. We only look five, six games in. Uh, what about um, defensive player of the year? But defensively, he's been playing really well. But honestly, dog, this dude needs some. He need. He known for his defense, but he need more credit on what on how much he impact the game. And that's Patrick Beverly, dog. <laughs> like, I think Patrick yeah, Beverly. Two teammates. <laughs> I really think Patrick Beverly like that dude when it comes to defense, dog, because he just intimidate everybody damn near, dog. Other than other than Devin Booker, <laughs> but. <laughs> Kawhi having a quiet demeanor, you know, not real. They like that. 
that so they that's do, why I think, especially for that award. Yeah, exactly. Especially for that exactly. award. Exactly. Um. Okay. What about um? What about uh, coach of the year? Coach of the year. I'm gonna go with Doc Rivers. Damn, I'm giving the Clippers a lot of love. I scratch that. I don't want Doc Rivers. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Vogel. Frank Vogel. That's what Damn, I'm going to Damn, I was about to say that, too. <laughs> hey, that was your pick? I, I was about to I say think... that, too. I was hoping you picked somebody else. <laughs> nope. I'm going to go with Vogel. I think he's going to find a way to get those guys the number one seed. And I think, I don't know how he's going to pull it off, but I think the Lakers will do enough to get the number one seed. And if he gets the number one seed, he'll... Yeah, I think Frank Vogel's definitely going to get the award because he deserves it if he's able to will that team into a number one seed, especially with it being so many new guys and they all having to gel together. If he's able to do that right off the bat in his first season, I think he definitely deserves the consideration for the award. Look, I'm going to say this here, and I ain't going to talk too much about it. Frank Vogel, I got that's who I got. Honorable mention, LeBron James. Because if Frank Vogel yeah. win coach of the year, it's going to be because of LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. So, so, honorable mention, LeBron James definitely going to get a participation award. <laughs> yeah, he should. He should actually split that trophy in half and give, give, give LeBron another half. He should. Now, I will say this, though. I will say this. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised if the likes of a Steve Kirk, if they get it together over there in Golden State and really start busting people up and they go on the long run, like, you know, they win so many games, you know, however, and they change that team around, especially, like, say, after the All-Star break, I wouldn't be surprised if he become one of the, one of the, you know, those people. Because, I mean, let's just be honest. In the, in the NFC, I mean the NFC, in the Western Conference, it's going to end up being like the SEC, where these good yeah. teams, they're going to beat each other. Like, we can't expect everybody yeah. in the in the Western Conference to have, like, awesome records, like the yeah. best records, and not lose games to, to all this great competition that they got to play so many times. So, they're going to lose some games. Um, so, okay. So, now I come down to – what am I missing outside of MVP? Six man. Uh, I think that's it. Six man. Yeah, I'm giving it to Lou Williams. Yeah, no sense in even discussing that. Lou, I, look, I'm watching the clip. I think I said this on the last episode. I'm watching the clip. I'm like, bro, they still got Lou Williams. Like, they really still got Lou Williams on their team. Like, it's just like. Yeah, he had 20 something in that Lakers game when they played. First like, opening night. They like, got Lou Williams yeah. coming off the bench. That's how I was like, dog, it's so crazy. That don't make no sense. Um, okay, so I'm not getting into that. MVP, bro. Who you got for MVP this year? Who you think gonna win? I got AD, baby. I got Anthony Davis, man. Mr. 40 and 20 last night. LeBron is gonna make sure this man gets the MVP. If they finish the top two, three seed, which I expect him to be, I'm going with AD, man. LeBron is gonna feed this man and make sure he's gonna eat. LeBron's been saying all the right things. He's willing to take the step back. He wants this to be Anthony Davis' team. And as you can see from the way he's playing, it's going to preserve him for the playoffs when he has to make his run. And they, and they need him to be the LeBron we know he can be. So I think all of this just sets up best for him. And 
I want to credit LeBron too in that same breath because it's just LeBron has been a man on everything he's been on since he's about seven, eight years old. It, it, it takes a big man to, to realize, okay, I need to pass the touch and feed off this younger guy because he is the wave of the future. That's true. Um, I don't want to knock it. I I, I would want to say no. I would want to say LeBron, um, but I think AD gonna have. I think statistically AD probably have a better season. I I just think he I think he will. And if they both on the same team, you can't. You know you you. They both they both the reason that they gonna be winning. But I think like you saying LeBron deferring. Um, but I really don't know, man. I really think, I really think Giannis might pull it off again, some kind of crazy way, because he gonna be hands down. I think statistically, he gonna probably be hands down the best player in the in the Eastern Conference. Don't sleep on uh, he been playing well too. He got a lot of players gonna be gonna be playing well. Ben Simmons might even be in the runnings for for one of those type of awards. Um, Jimmy Butler been going like I mean they got some players that's not saying that they MVP caliber at this moment, but the the the, the stat lines are gonna be crazy with a lot of these players this this season. Offense look just looks so much more easy in the NBA now. Like I don't know if it's just me, but everybody can shoot, everybody can score at the bucket. Uh, it's like everybody can ball. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's Giannis. I I just I wouldn't be surprised. I hope Ka- Kawhi Leonard don't win it. Um. I think he needs an MVP. I just hope it's not this year. Uh, and you know what? It'll even be sweeter if it is this year, and then they don't go to the finals. Like, that'll be awesome. But um, I, I think it's going to be Giannis. I, that's going to be my pick. I think Giannis going to win MVP again because I think he's just a man on a mission. I think he felt played by last year. So, I think I think he won't. And just going right into it, I think they. that's going to be my pick to go to the finals at this point. The Bucks in the Eastern Conference and the Lakers in the Western Conference. Really? Yeah. That's going to be my pick at this point. Now, I don't think they got the best team. I just think he's going to figure out a way to – I think he that type of player that will figure out how to will his team to a victory. And I don't think the Bucks going to just sit with that team that they got. They make moves. And I think they're going to try to make him happy. Because they'll be down, they lose yeah. him. <laughs> they, they need to pull off something. Because if that team, that team, the way it is right now, not beating Philly. I don't think so either. Just off, just just on on some basketball stuff. I don't think so either. But just on some emotional, I think this man just got that in him. I think he got it in him. I, I just think he got it in him. I, I don't know. Some players, you just look at them different. I think he got it in. Him. I think Embiid got it in him too, though. Like that's like that's the only two like. I think they got it in. Like, them two, I don't know about the Celtics. You know, I was big on them last year. I think they're going to be good, but I don't know. I know Kimba kind of got a little bit of that killer in him, but Giannis something else. And then B something else. I don't know. We're, we're Giannis, Giannis is a different breed. <laughs> no, he's Man. something else, bro. And he's going to be tough to deal with. And he and his little jumper a little bit better this year. And shout out to the Suns. The Suns, the Suns might actually be like, Somebody that you just don't want to play in the regular season either, because they've been giving people the blues. They've been giving people blues. They they they've been playing. They've been competing. They really been competing. Um, anything else you want to discuss about the NBA before we move forward? 
Um, is there anything I haven't discussed? Uh, I don't, I can't think of that now, man. Okay, all right. So, big news just happened, NCAA. First off, shout out to LSU. Uh, who they beat this past week? Who they beat? They beat a big Auburn, 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 Auburn. 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 Um, shout out, so shout out to LSU, not likely going to be the number one team in the nation, um, over Alabama, Clemson, and they Ohio are the State. number one team. It's exactly. The number one team. the number one team in the nation, uh, mm-hmm. over all those good teams. Nobody thought LSU would be there, so shout out, shout out to LSU, Louisiana State University. Um, <laughs> but I, I want to say this too, uh, and they play them on November 9th, so we kind of were accurate on when they will be playing. So that's going to be an awesome game. I can't wait till next weekend when that game happens. But NCAA. They both on bye weeks. They both on bye, mm-hmm. right, exactly. So uh, yeah, hopefully Tua is tanking this injury and wants to not play that game. Uh, since everybody tanking for him, he's going to tank this injury and miss the LSU game. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get nah, it. Tua, Tua will be there, man. Yeah, I know he will. One thing, one thing you can definitely count on is Tua being there. Yeah. Hey, but you know what, though? As much as, you know, as a fan of LSU, I don't want to see him play against us so we can, you know, basically solidify the victory. At the same time, the competition of that, them two going head-to-head, is is what college football is all about. That's that's what it's all about. Go to it. To it and Burrow. And Burrow going against, going against each other head-to-head. Like, that's what it's all about. Um, so, I look forward to that. But, NCAA have came out and said that they will allow players, college athletes, to make money off their likeness. They finally allowed it. You know, California kind of started it and basically was like on some big dog status. Like, this is what our state going to do. You're a nonprofit organization, and I don't care what you think. Our state going to allow our players at any university at in our state to do it. And then the NCAA basically went ahead and folded and said, okay, now we're going to allow all the players to make money off their likeness. Which, to me, I don't know the technicalities of everything. Like, I don't know how jersey sales would be now. Like, that's a big question for me. Like, will players get paid from the jersey sales that the university make? Or, like I was saying to you uh, off air, like, say, like when, um, shout out to LSU again, when the Honey Badger, uh, Tyron Matthew was playing, this Honey Badger wave was something huge. I mean, just imagine if this rule was in place when he played all the, all the Honey Badger merchandise that was sold yeah. off his likeness. That dude would have been a millionaire in, in college. Um, just off the fact that he had that. So, you know, his jersey sales, Leonard Fournette, his jersey sales, stuff like that. What were these things... You know, what What are the, you know, the rules behind it? But I think it's a big move for them. But how do you think this makes the NCAA look at this point? I think it was something that needed to be done. Uh, I think it just had to happen for us to really take that next step. In college football, people were starting to look at alternative routes, which there were there were no current good alternative route other than go to college play and then go to the NFL but people were getting that frustrated with it and now I think with this coming into play I think people are going to finally get what they deserve and be happy to go to college and may even convince uh, some people to stay longer than the three year period you know some people may be like well you know I'm making a little change I want to raise my draft stock why not decide to go 
back and do another year, play my senior year at, you know, any particular school. I think it's a good move that everybody's on board. California stepped out at first, like you said, and, and made the decision first, and then everybody else got on board. I, I definitely think this is an important decision. I'm so selfish that when the decision was first announced, I instantly thought about, hey, well, now the NCAA EA Sports can meet college football games now. And those players could get paid, you know, for that. Now, so I think that's dope. I did hear. I saw. I got a notification that they thinking about dropping. Uh, EA Sports is thinking about dropping another uh, NCAA college football. Now think about how dope that is. That's dope, man. So I, I totally look. I agree with. I agree with that. It's needed. I agree that um, it's awesome for the players. And that it needed to happen very quickly. I think it made the NCAA look bad, though. I think it made the NCAA look bad because they always, they always late to the party. Like they always late to the party. They always show up. They 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 come to the to the all black party in like rainbow colors. Like they just they just never write. Like they just never write with whatever things that they do and then they like oh let me go change my shirt no like you know the rules you know this a mess over and i think it just make them look bad because it's like okay y'all knew all this time that y'all should allow these players to do this especially with the advent of social media and how so many people kids i mean they got now they got kids i'm talking about 12 13 even younger making millions of dollars because of that social media likeness and they creating brands and they making money off of it. And then you got all these kids like uh one of the the ones that I can think about off the top of the head that he playing the NBA now, but just Zion Williamson. You know how many kids I see with a Z on the side of their head now? You, yeah. Like this man this man had have millions of followers and couldn't make not a dime off of that legally anyway. Or without being sanctioned or without being held accountable like he doing something wrong. You know, they were selling $2,000 seats. We had a whole, you know, debate about this. Like, we not a debate, but we had a whole discussion about it. So, I think it was needed, but I think NCAA starting to realize they should have been changed this. They should have been changed this. Um, these players going to get paid anyway. So, just change it. Let them make their own money. So, I think I think the NCAA just looking bad because they just like okay well we did it we had to do it and yeah look at us we're doing y'all don't y'all don't deserve no credit I, I just don't I don't think they deserve credit this something that they owe to the players it's almost like a reparation <laughs> like y'all owe this yeah. y'all owe this yeah to dude. I see that yeah. yeah I see why you feel like that yeah so yeah. like you know anyway but all right so. That's all I gotta say about that. I don't want to get too 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 much and too emotional about that. Uh, but I want to get into our picture. She's very passionate about that, brother. You say what? Yeah, she's very passionate about that, brother. Yeah, man. Like, like I said, I don't want to get into it because I just look at it like, come on now. Like, okay, y'all did it. Y'all should have been did it. And y'all know y'all should have been did it. People don't even care about the scandals anymore. Like all the scandals that happened in the NCAA, players getting paid. Nobody even care about that no more. You know why? Because they everybody feel like, man, they need they they deserve to get paid. They risk they putting their bodies on the line. They putting their lives on the line. Going out here making y'all billions of dollars. Come on, man. Like, come on now. Anyway, anyway, so our picks for the week. Now, we haven't updated on social media yet, but we tired again. Like, 
We both picked 13 games right. The two games we picked against each other this past week, we just opposite, you know, one us, one one, one us, one other. Um, I can't even remember the exact game. I'm about to pull them up right now. <clears throat> I think uh, one of them was, uh, was it the Bears and the Chargers? I think you, no, no, which one game it was? Nah, it was, uh, it was that Buccaneers game. Yep, Buccaneers, and was it the, um, man, what the other game? These games are so horrible. Was it the eagles Bills game? Yeah, I picked the Eagles, yeah, and you picked the Bills. Yep, that's what it was. Okay, 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 that's yeah. what it was. So, what's the score now? I, I haven't tallied it up. Whatever it is, it's 13 one way and it's 13 it's more. 13. Okay. It's 13 more wins okay. and whatever the losses are. We got like literally the same record again this week. Okay, so let's okay. run through them. Let's run through them real quick. We got a couple good. We got it's a better week of football this week. I, yeah, this, this week is definitely a better week this week. And yeah. I think it'll be easy, easier for us to have a disparity. Thanks. Yeah, I agree. Okay, 49ers Cardinals. I'm going with the 49ers, man. That's a tough one. <laughs> but I'm going to go with the 49ers. Yeah, I'm going 49ers on that one. I think, uh, like I said earlier, Cardinals picking up uh, King Drake. I just don't think that's enough to – I don't think that's enough to whatchamacallit. So, I'm going to go 49ers. You're not going to be the difference maker, you mean? Hell no. He never was a difference maker. <laughs> not, not, in, not in the pros. He was in college, but not in the pros. Uh, Texans, Jaguars. That's a divisional rivalry right there. Texas Jaguars? Yeah. You're going with the Texans. Left of two evil right there. All right. I got the same thing. Deshaun Watson. Uh, even, um, uh, what is his name? Uh, Chucky. Uh, what was the Raiders coach Gruden? name? Gruden. Gruden, Gruden. said, Gruden said he did. He he the Mike he Michael Jordan too. He said he the Michael Jordan <laughs> of it too. I don't know if you heard him say. If, I heard him say that. He said he what? You know how uh, Dabo Sweeney said passing up on um on Deshaun Watson is like passing up on Michael Jordan. Yeah. He said, man, this dude just special, bro. He he like he 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 got qualities like Michael Jordan. Like he gave him that type of. Play. So he echoed like, the sentiments. Oh, all right. Yeah. So um okay. Let me see what's the next one. Redskins, Bills. Redskins and the Bills? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Bills. All right. I got the same. I, I don't think that's too much to discuss with that one. Okay. Yeah. Eagles, Bears. Uh -oh. Now, the Bears on the on 0-2 uh, losing streak. The Eagles just won their last game. Uh, they might be getting Deshaun Jackson back, and they real optimistic about it. Bass finally figured out how to run the ball. They just missed the field goal. Coaching really playing a part, and their quarterback still garbage. But, you know, whatever. Who you got? I'm going to go with the Eagles, man. The best offense is just too anemic. And the Eagles let me down sometimes, but they came through for me last week. Like you said, there was the difference between if they would have lost, I would have been down right now. So right. I'm going to go with the uh, Eagles. I think, I think they got a better – Offense than the Bears. The Bears have a great defense, but the offense has been pretty much anemic so far this season. True, totally agree. Totally um, I want the Bears to win, but I'm not picking them because uh, I need to stay in the game. What? I want the Bears. Come on, to man, win. we gotta pick something different, man. I'm gonna pick something pick different from you at some point. 
Just it ain't gonna be that game. <laughs> I don't know. At the rate we're going, we're picking all the same team. I know. I'm, I'm gonna switch something up once I once I get you. Gonna you gonna pick somebody differently from me? So I know you are. It's just gonna ha- it's gonna happen, dog. We only pick like two three games of different anyway every week. So it's gonna happen at some point. Yeah, it's normally not a lot. Right. Yeah. So um, Titans, Panthers. Uh, I hate the Titans, so I'm going with Carolina. Even though I'm not sure, competent in Carolina, I don't even know who's going to play quarterback for Carolina, whether it be Kyle Allen or it be Cam Newton. But I'm going with Carolina. I see. That's who I put, and I just knew you. Well, you ain't going to pick the Titans. I picked I pick the Panthers, and I, I hope Kyle Allen play, because I think if Cam Newton play, they're going to lose. So, he That's played. crazy. I know, I know, bro. It is, but I don't really trust in the Titans. But I, I just, I can't go. I just can't. I don't know. Like it's just too, too tough of a pick. I, I gotta go Panthers. I think the Panthers just got a better team. All overall, the Titans, you can't depend on them. But shout out to all the uh, plant-based people that play for the Titans. They got like 13 players on their team. I just watched the documentary Game Changers. Got 13 <laughs> players on their team that's plant-based. Team full of vegans, man. You ain't picking them. Nah, Pick I ain't your picking people, them. man. I ain't picking them. They probably got some plant-based people that play for the Panthers, too. So, hey, it is what it is. Uh, I know who you picking this one. Colts and Steelers. I can go ahead and pencil in Colts. I got the Colts, too. They're a better team. Jacoby Brissett, one of the uh, one of the top people for uh, MVP. In the yeah, he about to get broke off. Just know that. He about to get broke off. Um, we paid him before the season. We're smart. We locked him up the next year, too. Yeah. And then after that, and especially if he have a good season next year, he going to get broke off. Uh, even if yeah, y'all don't keep him. Vikings. Uh, nah, he going to get by us. Vikings Chiefs. <laughs> this came on playing is the question. I'm going to go with the Vikings because I, I don't think he's playing. But Vikings is just playing very, very good football. Thursday night, the offense didn't look that great. But they couldn't really score a lot as much as they should have. But I'm going to go with the Vikings. Okay. Stephon Diggs, ever since he called out Kirk Cousins, he's been falling out of his mind. That's true. Dillon should be back. Chiefs defense not that good. But Kirk Cousins going to play outside. In Kansas City in November. I don't know how to trust that. And I got to pick against you. And I just don't see the Chiefs losing this game. Because they barely lost to the Packers. To the, well, they ain't barely lose to the Packers. But they, they was competitive with the Packers for a minute. Yeah, they lost by a touchdown. So, I, I think they could beat the Vikings. Um, the Packers are a better team than, than the Vikings. I think the Chiefs could beat them. I'm going Chiefs this game. Uh, that's one of my picks against you, so I'm gonna start that one. Oh, oh no, you, I wrote cheaps on your paper. Hold on, Vikings. Oh no, take that off. Yeah, all right. I just started to make sure I know which ones we picking different. Uh, Jets, Dolphins. <laughs> you didn't think this was gonna be tough? I know you didn't think this was gonna be tough. Now, who you picking this week? Who you picking this week? Jets. Who the Jets playing against? The Dolphins. The Jets play the Dolphins. Yeah. Look at that. Look at look at how hard that is, decision that is. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Jets, bro. 
No further questions, y'all. All right, cool. Dolphins about to get their first dub this week. <laughs> the Dolphins, the Dolphins about to get their first dub this week. I got Dolphins this game, bro. The Jets, the Jets is hard. The Jets, the, Dolphins? the Jets is a mess. I'm telling you, they not gonna win no. They not winning this game. They not winning this game. I'm. I ain't I'm never been more confident in the Dolphins than this week. Like this week, like the Jets got some stuff going on in they in they franchise right now. The Dolphins too. Yeah, but they at least know what they're doing. good They at least know what they're doing, and them and the, and the dudes that they got there now, they want to play and they want to win because they they had a well, competitive game against the Jets well. because the Jets one win. The Jets one win came against your team, the Cowboys. And they did. You and should they be ashamed of yourself. And and you know what? And I could be ashamed of myself. And I'm gonna be real happy when my team when when uh the team that I pick is gonna win this game, and that's gonna be the Dolphins. All right. Lions, Raiders. I'm going to go with the Lions. I'm going to go with the Lions. I never pick the Lions. I always pick against them every week. I am surprised. No. (laughs) I know. I never pick the Lions. I never. But this time, I'm going to trust Matt Stafford, man. Get it done, Matt. Okay. I I got the Lions, too. Uh, I, I I don't think it needs to be spoken on. I got the Lions. I think I just think well of the Lions. So, uh, Buccaneers Seahawks. Seahawks. No further questions. Yep, me too. Even though uh, your boy finally went off, I called him out. He must have listened to the podcast. He ended up going off. Uh, Mike Evans. They can start giving him the ball again. Oh yeah, he went crazy. Yeah. Um, Browns Broncos. I'm going to go with Cleveland, man. I'm going to go with Cleveland. I just saw that Broncos team, man. That defense is tough. The offense just doesn't generate enough points for me. So, I'm going to go with Cleveland. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. I got Cleveland. I, I don't see them. They actually had a pretty good offensive game against the Patriots, other than outside of the turnovers. Like, if you minus the turnovers, yeah. they had a good game. Um, yeah, yeah. Chubbs was toting the ball on them. Yeah, but the coach, the, I don't know, something wrong with that coach. He he be having anxiety on the sideline. and Nothing against nobody that with anxiety or nothing like that. Not to, like, poo-poo on anxiety, but as a head coach, you can't be confused on what you can't let your anxiety of the game confuse you on how to make play calls and stuff. So he got to get that together, and he got to start being more disciplined with his team. But you know what, though? I wouldn't be surprised. And I, I agree with Cleveland, that. But I would not be surprised they lose this game because they got some stuff going on in their locker room, too. And a lot I don't think the Broncos play. lose either. I'm not sure in that pick. I'm not confident in that pick at all. Me either. Me either. Okay. Um, Packers, Chargers. I'm pretty sure you got Green Bay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah, I got Green Bay. Same here. I ain't, I'm not picking against. Patriots, Ravens. That's a good game. Very, very good game. I'm not going to Just a genius against young quarterbacks. Like you got to be seasoned to be Bill Belichick. Like you, yeah. you got to know what you're doing. You got to know how to make adjustments. You got to know how to adjust when he adjusts. You got to play chess. And don't get me wrong, your boy, like I said, the black quarterback. Oh my God, the black quarterback been just dominating the league this year. But Lamar Jackson, 
He can run the ball, and that's something New England necessarily ain't prepared for, but they defense solid. He ain't going to be able to throw that ball that often against them. So I, I just don't see it happening. And last but definitely not least, well, at least one of the teams, uh, Cowboys, Giants. <laughs> Danny. Uh, did you see Danny Downs last week? I saw you send. I saw you send me that foolish ass text message, but um, that's all I saw. Yeah, I saw. I saw that they lost. and no picks. Come on, man. He threw Come full on, touchdowns, Errol. no picks. Come on, Errol. I didn't even know you. Come on, Errol. Come on, give the man some credit, bro. I'm not giving that get man no credit. credit. Man, play for the Eagles. I mean, for the Giants. I'm not giving that man no credit. He got to do. He got to play a whole season. And I got to see it at the end of the season with his stats like. Because he ain't impressed me at all. So. Uh, he had 322 yards, full touchdowns, and no picks against the Lions, fool. <laughs> Come on, son. Ah, I'm going to go with the Cowboys, Saquon bro. Barkley, little boy somebody real bad, too. He got, like, you seen that play? You saw him take Saquon Barkley slam that dude to the yeah. Okay, anyway. Yeah. I ain't getting so who I'm you got in the game. You going Cowboys? Okay. I got Cowboys. Supposed to win that game. So we picking two. You know what? I'ma switch it up. I wanted to make it a little more competitive, so I'm about to change one of my picks if that's okay with you. Okay, okay with you? Oh yeah, yeah, it's cool. Nah, it's cool. You know it's what? Changed. I just thought about something. Flacco not playing. I was about to change my pick. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> never mind. I'm going to stick with Cleveland because I was going to pick the Broncos to beat them. But then I realized Cleveland, I mean, the Broncos really, they ain't got nobody to really replace Flacco. Flacco ain't been doing that good of a job, but maybe they be a little more aggressive. You know what? I'm going to go with it. Hell with it. If I go down by one this week, I got to take chances. I did. I took chances to catch back oh, yeah? up. I, I, I took chances to catch back up. I got to take chances to take the lead. So, I'm going Broncos against Cleveland this week. I think Cleveland going to lose this game. They playing in Mile High in November. It's going to be a tough, tough uh, sledding for them. They got a lot of he say, she say going on in their locker room. And I think the Broncos can end up winning this game. So, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going Broncos. Hell with it. I'm taking a shot. Because I, I, I know Miami going to win. And I don't know. Go. I don't know if the Chiefs I'm gonna win. For this week. But open that lead up. Man, I gotta take my chances, dog. I gotta take my chance. I can't tie I can't be tying with you every week. Uh so uh I done did what I did to catch up. Now I gotta do what I gotta do to pass you up. So that's what I'm that's what I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm going gonna happen. I'm gonna see. Uh, I'm going Broncos. So that does it for our picks. That does it for most of our show. I gotta say something. Real quick before we, before we leave, though. Whoever, whatever this this algorithm is, whatever this thing with Google listening to what you're thinking, and whatever it is. First off, if y'all around my age, y'all know about Roller Coaster Tycoon. I used to sit in front of computer, I used to sit in front of a computer for like, between 10 and 15 probably hours a, a day playing roller coaster. Yeah, you said 10 to 15 hours. Like, when I when I was bored over the summers as a kid, that's what I used to do for a long time. 
like just build theme parks and like they got this as a they got a a, a game an app for this now and i'm really trying to focus on bettering my life and they got they found a hell of a distraction and then i get on the phone with shy before this show he just brought me i'm talking about i i could just see myself with a bag of some cheetos and like a delaware punch and like some m&ms playing mario bruh okay you understand how i'm feeling it's it's nostalgic they why they got mario kart that you could play on your phone now let me tell you something these people ain't paying for no sponsorships and i ain't trying to you know I know how that go, but God damn. Why? Why y'all try, y'all trying to make adults unproductive as possible? Like, this is this this is what we like to do. Like this is what we this is what we used to really like to do. Now why y'all gonna put that in the palm of our hands for free? Oh my god. I don't know, bro. Shout out to I don't Paul. know why they would do that. Shout out to smartphone. Yeah, that's true. I don't know why they're doing it either. Again, shout out to Power. Uh, the glorification of snitching, even if it ain't to police, snitching is snitching. Y'all make sure y'all, y'all make sure y'all understand that. And at the same time, I can't wait until they drop the second disc on this double disc, this uh, All Eyes on Me Power Edition. Um, I can't wait. It's about to be the mid-season finale next weekend. Oh my God, I love it. And this is us. Power, man. Just keep getting better and better. TV just where is that right now. I need to focus on my life. Because yeah. I just yeah. can't focus with Mario Kart, Rollercoaster Tycoon, Power, and This Is Us. I ain't going to be able to do nothing. Nothing productive. That boy not about to be productive at, at all. all. <laughs> at all, dog. I really don't know what, what my life going to be for the next month. I don't know. I, I just weaned myself off the Power Rangers game. I had to just delete it. I was like, you know what? I got to part ways with you. We divorced. It's like, I can come back. I'll come back. Just not right now. I got to get my life together. And then they come out with this foolishness. So I don't know, y'all. If y'all feel me, please, you know, please send your sentiments my way. Because I don't know what the hell I'm about to do. Uh, be playing these damn games and watching TV. That's what I'm be doing. But, look, that concludes our show. Thank y'all again for listening. Um, we appreciate it. Y'all be good. Yeah.